Esther Perel says, we don't cheat on our partners because we don't love them. We cheat on our partners because we are missing something in life. We're missing the excitement of experiencing something new, that zest and connection to ourselves and our passion. But we often let self-doubt and other people's opinions get in the way of even trying to do that new thing. Sometimes we even gaslight ourselves and we tell ourselves that we should be satisfied with what we already have, as if trying to understand how we can grow, how can we can be more authentic by putting ourselves out there is an act of self-promotion or as if it was a need for external validation and attention. To me, living with integrity and authenticity means going against the odds, against the voices, and taking those hard left turns when it doesn't feel safe and especially is not encouraged. What's even harder is when people tell you that they support you, but their behaviors suggest otherwise, which keeps us reinforcing old narratives of ourselves and we keep playing small. And if we do dare to try and do that new thing, we rarely make it and get it right the first time. We often feel rejected and alone when things don't work. And As you may know, I lost my job and I recorded this episode actually about what I learned working at a startup and being in entrepreneurship while I was still at the startup. And since I lost my job and this was all about what I'd learned being in entrepreneurship, I really wrestled and went back and forth about whether this episode was even worth releasing. But I've come to the conclusion that I think there is so much value in it because if I don't release it, that would mean that I'm judging myself based on my current situation and I'm not honoring the lessons that I learned this year. Just because we fall doesn't mean the path leading up to the fall was bad or that we went wrong. I just fell. And so while I'm picking myself up again, I am deciding to release this one as it is. And I'm going to turn it into part one of what it means to do the hard things with integrity and authenticity. And part two is going to be about falling and picking myself up again with integrity and authenticity. Because it really is important to me to live a life of integrity, a life that I feel proud of, a life where I know, hey, I am trying to do something that not everyone is doing, which is to be as true to myself as I can be. And it's hard to keep showing up to become that version of myself that I want to become whilst honoring the path that I'm on and apparently required to take. So I truly believe that being integer and being authentic with ourselves is the only way to go about life if we want to leave this world a better place. So if you too are on that path and want to be true to who you are, which requires you to do things differently, create, try, change something in your life, then this episode and this podcast is for you. 
In this episode specifically, I will be parting into dealing with old beliefs, how relationships change when you change, what you need to give yourself to grow when your scaffolding no longer holds, so how you can support yourself through your your transformation, your self-discovery, and how to cultivate an inner strength that will allow you to persist and stay integer and authentic. Doing the hard things allows you to be more bold and live a more exciting and more meaningful life. I'm your host, Helena, and this is where Boundaries Dissolves, a podcast on personal growth and transformation to unleash what makes us unique, stand in our power, and take our roles in society and business to the next level and make this world a better place. I'm glad you're here. Thanks so much for tuning in. Welcome to our Boundaries to Selves podcast. I'm your host, Helena, and today we are talking about doing the hard thing and why it matters and what I've learned from my journey. If you followed me on LinkedIn, if you followed me on Instagram, you know I've been working at a startup for a few months now. It's a lot. <laughs> it's to say that. <laughs> It is a lot. Essentially what happens when you're doing something new, when you're trying something hard and you don't know whether it's gonna succeed and you're in that space of uncertainty and you've pushed yourself out of that comfort zone, there's this very visceral reaction and fear that you're gonna be rejected. And you know you're going to be rejected. You just don't know how and you just don't know how bad it's going to hurt. And you don't know how you're going to be able to lick your wounds and overcome all the things. And it's so hard, right? Because we are dealing with an ego death. And I say ego death because whenever you're doing something new, there's a part of you that is learning new skills. There's a part of you that takes on a new worldview. There's a part of you that grows. And there's parts of you that don't fit in to that anymore. They're left behind. And that's hard because some friends may not see eye to eye with that new you, some family members, like whoever it is, there's gonna be people in your life who don't agree. And I'm not even talking about having to launch a business to understand this, to feel this. I'm talking about the mere fact of taking on a new job in a field that people didn't expect you to do or posting that picture that is a little more bold and a little more daunting and maybe a little more sassy and people being like, huh. Like anything that is new to your persona and you're putting yourself out there and you're expressing yourself and you're doing something from a vulnerable place is going to cause a little bit of a stir in your life. And I realized this because I left a very safe environment where taking on a job within that corporate context was the thing that everyone would expect. 
moving into startup into a very uncertain context is hard because you're going to find that the people in your life who knew you a certain way, they could relate with you because of certain challenges that you were going through. And maybe you were in the same job or maybe you were this person that didn't post those kind of pictures or maybe you're the person who didn't say these kind of things. Whatever it is, wherever you're stretching yourself, people are suddenly going to be like, why are you doing this? And that's really hard. And they're not going to really understand your problems and your context anymore. They're not going to understand your growth pains. And without any malintent, they're going to say things that are hurtful. Like, that's great that you did this thing. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. Like the first reaction. And then it's going to be something along the lines of, oh, but have you thought about this? Are you qualified for this? That doesn't seem like you. Are you sure? What are you trying to achieve with this? What are, you, what are you trying to do? And the reality is, is that in that moment when you lean out and you do something new, you're typically following your intuition. You typically, especially if you're creating, if you're doing something from a place of vulnerability, from a place of authenticity, It's not, and it's not in line with who you were projecting to be in the past because that, those were learned behaviors, because those were learned traits that you, that you took on from people in your life that, for me, it was my parents, where I was like, oh, this is what they expect of me, and I will do that so that I will feel loved, for example, and then I became that kind of person, and... Now I'm like, oh, I don't want to be that kind of person anymore. I want to be the kind of person who lives a life of creation, who lives a more entrepreneurial life. I don't really subscribe to these rules that apply in corporate settings. And I'm not saying if you work in a corporate environment that you're living life the wrong way. For me, it was just, I followed my intuition. I followed where the energy went. I follow what excites me. And so when you follow that energy and what excites you and you you typically don't always know what's on the other side of that there's a lot of uncertainty it's like a seed when you plant a seed you who is planting it may know what the seed is going to grow into right but the seed doesn't know what it's going to grow into and all it needs is water and care and the right soil and light and all of those good things that allow it to slowly grow roots and eventually penetrate through the earth and blossom. But that doesn't happen overnight. And so within that phase of uncertainty, in those early stages of nurturing, it's hard. It's hard because you're letting parts of yourself go. You're realizing that parts of yourself are not relatable to people and you just experience that and it's so painful like this happened to me so many times where I just had realizations where I was like oh okay you don't on you legit don't understand my reality right now and in the first moment I took it very personally I don't even remember what they were saying but it just became clear to me in hindsight oh they've never done this they actually don't know what they're talking about they're projecting something onto me if someone tells you you can't do something it's they're telling you they can't do something. 
whatever it is, they're projecting their reality onto yours. And I've just learned that I rather listen to someone who's experienced and gone through the thing that I've gone through. But even in the realm of that, there's people who are not actually considering your situation. And you'll notice this, whether they're just like offloading their knowledge onto you without you having asked for it, or they'll not be asking any questions. So they're not going to be like trying to understand where you're coming from. And those are for me like little red flags. I'm just like, okay, you're actually not really interested in me. You're just interested in dumping whatever you think you know onto me. If you're not coming from a deep place of investigation and curiosity, then you're actually trying to push your stuff onto other people. And it's more like coming from an ego place than rather from a loving place. So I, I kind of pay attention to that. Well, you constantly have to be discerning. Who's watering your plant? Who's nurturing you? Who's listening to you? Who's giving you what you need in that moment? And the other side of the coin is, what are you giving yourself in that moment? Anyone who has gone through hardship, anyone who's pushed themselves out there, anyone who's experienced change and deep transformation, whether it's been put on you, right? And whoever has really stretched themselves outside of their comfort zone has gained something. They've gained strength. They've gained resilience. They've gained clarity in who they are and what they want in life. They've probably learned how to self-express a little better. That at least applies to me. Every time I stretch, I am confronted with my limits. I am confronted with my resilience. I am confronted with my discipline. I am confronted with my mentality. I am confronted with my beliefs. And I am confronted with my surroundings. One coach of mine once said that if you want to make place for the new in your life, that place has to come from somewhere. And so you're gonna have to let certain things go that are absorbing your energy, that are in your orbit, that are demanding your attention because this new thing needs some attention. I've been in certain phases where I just knew, okay, I need to kind of reduce the noise of certain voices and be really discerning about what it is that I need right now. And so there can be a few months weeks, maybe years, there's just certain people that you kind of let fall to the sidelines and you fill your environment with people and voices that you need. And that's okay because you can come back. It doesn't mean you completely cut them off. I don't think life is black and white, but I do think that you need to understand what it is that you need in that current moment. In a nutshell, the more you understand yourself, the more selectively you can express certain thoughts from a place of deep vulnerability with people that you trust can hold your thoughts and your feelings. 
I was very lucky and very fortunate that in this phase of my life, when I started and I started working at this startup, I had an amazing partner who has been an entrepreneur for over a decade. He's been an artist, a writer, he's created theater shows and plays and written them and produced them and all the things. And so he absolutely understood what I was going through. And so that was a gift, right? I knew that certain things I could just offload with him and certain things I just couldn't bring to friends who'd never experienced what I was going through. And that's totally fine. It doesn't make them worse friends or bad friends or a bad relationship. It just means that it's changing. And in that moment, I certainly did feel like, oh my God, am I losing a friend or am I like, and it's just transforming. It's just changing. And that's fine. There can be space for that. You may be going through this thing right now where you need deep care. And then when the thing starts growing, when you start feeling more certain about the situation that you're in in your life, then you can start to have other conversations. And so I think really deeply understanding what you're going through and what you need and who you need is important so that we don't feel so alone, so we can keep connecting to ourselves, so we can give ourselves what we need in that moment because we don't go through this life alone. And I've had to come to understand that because I was like, no, we die alone. Doesn't really matter. I'm going to end up by myself, like whatever. And I don't think so. I really don't think so. I feel like we're so deeply connected or the fabrics of who we are as humanity is so deeply connected that we don't, we don't journey alone. So I think anytime we put ourselves out there and we deal with uncertainty, whether it's expressing yourself, whether it's writing that thing that you feel, whether it's taking a job that people are not expecting of you. I've come to realize that it's how you manage your energy. And a podcast guest said it so nicely. His name is Dave. He's like this huge HR leader. Dave said, when we live in the past, we feel depressed. When we live in the future, we feel anxious. The only way to overcome the loneliness of the present moment is to learn. <sighs> and that resonates so deeply with my soul because let's unpack the definition of learning. When I step into conversation with my partner, for example, when I step into conversation with anyone around me, I'm getting a feedback. That kind of feedback shows me where I'm at. It shows me what I'm saying the mere thing of expressing yourself teaches me something about myself. And so that to me is learning, is, is being able to exchange and discuss certain things and better understand and deepen the, the level of comprehension of my own thinking and who I am. Because I struggle so much with actually understanding what it is that I need. And when you're stretching yourself so much, you need to understand what you need. And it's constantly coming back to the present moment. I used to wake up at night at 3 a.m. so many times this year, and that happens every time. Every time I'm in a new job, I do something where I feel completely out in my, in, out in my depths. I constantly have to reconnect to the present moment and not lose myself in the uncertainty of the future and the anxiety of the future, right? And here, where am I here? Okay, I wake up at 3 a.m. at night. 
reconnect to gratitude. I am grateful for every phase that I'm going through in life. And everything is happening for me, not to me. And I chose this. And acknowledging that it's hard is really important. Not just expecting yourself to like having figured it out. Again, you're a seed. That takes time to grow. You're not going to become a flower overnight. You're not going to become like that's just that's just not how it works. So understanding, okay, it's hard right now. I don't have the answers. And you know what? You're not going to have the answers, period. Like, the more you accept that, that you actually don't know what the hell is going on in life, like, the better off we'll all be. The more you acknowledge and accept that you don't know what is happening in life, the more things you can do. This is what I would experience so often in, in my corporate experience. There was this thing of everything was so controlled. The hierarchies were controlling. Like, looking back, no decisions were made. Things would just not move forward because no one could just take a decision and say, okay, take this and run with it. And if you mess up, like, wh what are you going to learn from it? How are you going to do better? And so that's why I think it's so important to know that you're never going to have the answers. What you can do is to plan and prepare to have better answers and to set yourself up for, okay, what is our assumption? What are we going in with? What is the definition of done? What, what am I trying to accomplish? Like, how can I prototype that thing? So... In dealing with uncertainty, we really want to be able to understand how we can set ourselves up for success. We have to be okay with 70%, 70 to 80%, and just keep moving, keep showing up, keep doing the thing, and then expecting for certain things to just not work. You're not going to have the, all the answers, and things are not going to work from the get-go. What you can do is keep reiterating and pivoting and measuring for progress. And so that's why managing your energy becomes so important because when you do something new, you're not going to get it right from the get-go. You're not going to have all the answers. Like life is constantly moving. You're never going to reach an end point. Life is not linear. Life, actually, I was listening to a podcast yesterday and I really like that, the analogy that he drew. He was like, life is like a tennis ball. There's no end and no beginning. It's round, it's circular, it keeps moving. It's us that projects a certain linearity onto things because that gives us stability, it gives us safety. If we in our careers go from A to B and then we go from B to C and then we go from D to C, oh my God. That gives us a feeling of safety, of security, because we're acknowledged that those structures are acknowledged from the outside. They're, this is the way we do it, but oh my God, how blend. If you're not trying something new, if you're not allowing yourself to understand what you deeply desire inside. Uncertainty, stretching yourself, super hard, but also so fulfilling. Because every time you face adversity, every time you deal with failure, every time you get a setback, you get a rejection, it teaches you something about 
life. It teaches you something about yourself. It teaches you something about the people around you. You're learning. And the more we can tap into that present moment and focus on that learning, the more we can be in tune with ourselves and manage our energies, that's when we can start becoming more comfortable with being in that chaos and actually co-creating with what's around us, with the people that are around us, identifying opportunities. Because we're not just like, okay, this is so rigid. Oh my God, when I first moved to LA, I didn't realize how rigid my thinking was. I was like, I need to go to the podcast and this is what it's gonna look like. We're gonna go from A to B. And so whenever I met people that I couldn't really place into my structure that I had set there because of my worldview and my limited worldview, because that's all I knew, I didn't really know how to tap into opportunities. And today I'm just like, oh, let me just sit here and get to know this person and not immediately try to classify or categorize this, this, and this. And I think we do that all the time. We're constantly trying to label stuff because we're constantly trying to understand threat, not threat. Is this good or not good? Is this going towards my thing? And instead of taking a moment and being comfortable in that space of exploration and just thinking, Let's see how this resonates with me. Let me give this person the benefit of the doubt and listen, not jump in and immediately start judging things. I think that's, that's such a killer for anything. And so that requires that we slow down, that we slow down, that we reduce the noise. And that we actually understand what's in front of us and what's happening in this present moment. So to manage uncertainty is to manage energy, to be disciplined, to be selective with the people that you let into your life, to be constantly discerning with the existing people in your life, to forgive yourself for missteps. Nothing is that serious. You're not going to look back in five years and think, oh my God, like you're, you're training. This life is, is, a, is, is a school. It's here to teach you something. Get over yourself. Get over your post. Get over that failed sales. Get over, like, just get over, move on. Life's already moved on. Oh my God, there's this quote that says, and I forget who says it. If you know, let me know in the comments. It's no person enters the same river twice because we're constantly changing. So we're not getting into the same river twice and the river is constantly flowing. So no one's entering the same river. I, I really thought that was really pretty. So forgive yourself, move on, get over yourself, learn, absorb and discern. That's what's gonna keep you in the present moment. That's what's gonna help you shut out the noise that's what's going to help you manage your energy. But you have to be so disciplined about that. You have to be disciplined in how you show up in the present moment. You have to be disciplined about managing your mind. And I don't want to say controlling your mind, but mastering your mind. We aren't our thoughts. And the way we speak to ourselves and the way we speak about ourselves and the way we speak about others and to others, words matter. 
And so I would say those are the things. A strong purpose will keep you going when it's hard, but just remember that a new you is being birthed when you're when you're facing uncertainty. And that's a beautiful gift because that means you're truly living a life of creation, of exploration, of excitement. Yeah. And so those of us who have the courage, who have the audacity, who have the curiosity to take themselves to new places, to new heights, to spice up their life. I dare you, go for it. The only way to fail is to not try. And I truly believe that society would be a better place, honestly, if we would allow ourselves to play and go out there and experience life. Esther Perel, she's like a relational therapist. She said, we don't cheat on our partners because we don't love them. We cheat on our partners because we're missing something in life. We're missing zest. We're missing the excitement. We're missing the fire, the passion. And that's what pursuing something new is. Whether you're signing up for a dance class, whether you decide to put yourself out there and start writing a book that you've been putting off for many, many years, whether it's taking acting classes, like whatever that thing is that you just keep putting off and that feels so daunting, go and do that because that's how you create the excitement in your life. And the only way you can overcome the anxiety that comes with that is by managing your energy. And that's what I truly believe is freedom, is when you can manage the energy to be fully present when you are dealing with uncertainty. But believe me, when you learn how to do the hard things, that's when you build trust in yourself. That's when you build confidence in yourself. Confidence that comes from within, not from a job title, not from likes, not from people saying that you're amazing, your partner telling you and validating you. No, validate, like doing the hard thing showing up, persisting, being really self-disciplined with your self-care, with your work, with your relationships, that's when you start to feel super connected to what this life actually is supposed to be for you. And with that, thank you so much for tuning in. I appreciate you for showing up. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, all the things. Thank you so much.